the Sauzcast, baby, where finance meets romance, sexiest financial podcast on the planet, only here on Valuetainment, the number one channel in the world for entrepreneurs. My name is Adam Sauzik. You could call me Sauz, and we are here to help you guys and ladies out there get paid, laid, and do it your way. Want to get some feedback real quick. We know that uh, my intro, the bumper, happens real quick. We're in, we're out. We don't really uh, focus too much on the bumper because we're more focusing on the content and helping you guys out there. But I'm working on a song. It's a remix of a song, All We Talk Is Money. Um, we're not gonna get any copyright strikes because I own the song, right? I wanna get you guys, your guys' perspective on this new song. Love it, hate it, want it, remix it. You guys let me know. If I play this, will they hear this in the mic loudly? I think so, yeah. All right, Put we'll it loud. see. Um, real quick, I'm pulling that up. Nat, let the people know what to do while we're pulling everything up real quick. Yes. Awesome. Well, happy Thursday. Yeah. I almost thought it was Friday. That's right. <laughs> happy Thursday, Saucecast Day. Um, thank you all for tuning in today. Um, of course, you guys already know. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, share, um, because we got a lot of stuff going on. And today is going to be very, very interesting with the topics we're covering. Um, and I'm super excited. So let's get this party started. I think we also got Miss Kelly Kell in the building. Oh, Kelly Kell. Kelly Kell is here watching the chat as well. I'll be reading your chats. Um, so give us some good chats, questions, and all that. Um, and then let's get this party started. Yeah, here we go. This is a little preview. Yes. Don't judge us. We appreciate you guys out there. Shout out. Let us know what city you're at watching this right now. Put that in the comments. Wildest city, we're sending that there to go visit you. Mm. Let us know. I, you're sending me. Yeah, we're, we're putting <laughs> you on a plane. Oh, no. Here's a song for you guys. <laughs> it's the Sauzcast, baby. Here we go. It's the Sauzcast, baby. Spell it out, S-O-S. All we talk is money, honey. All we talk is money. All we talk is money. It's like bees to the honey. We all know money talks. What songs to us, too? About that very money that we speaking to you. Sauz talks money. Yeah, that's what we talk. Level up again. And keep the money flowing. It's the Sauzcast, baby. Spell it out, S-O-S. What's the future so Wow. I like that. Shout out to my boys creating that right now. It's not official yet. We got some work to do. Yes. But I like just like it. all of us, it's not official, but we got work to do. do. Okay? Good answer. There we go right there. <laughs> Let me know your comments on the song. We're working hard over here. Yes, we are. She worked hard for the money. Remember that song? She, she worked, worked hard, hard for, for the, the money. money. Anyway, this is where <laughs> finance meets romance. Sometimes we're talking a little bit more money. Sometimes we're talking a little bit more romance dating relationships intersexual dynamics what's going out there in the world over there um a lot going on today what are we covering today what word offends women the most mm. and what word may offend some men mm. we're covering that the latest with tiger woods saga getting a shakedown blackmailed 30 million dollars not from his ex-wife we know we had to she had to pay him he had to pay her a hundred million bucks when they got divorced mm. Now this is only $30 million. So we're only happening. 30. We're going to talk about that. Chris Rock still out there talking about women, men, the difference, how men are judged, how women are judged. Ben Affleck having, getting in a financial fight with J-Lo and what you can learn from that. 
uh, NBA All-Star Draymond Green, former Defensive Player of the Year, blasts WNBA victim mentality. We're talking about that. What former league MVP Giannis Otentakempo learned about keeping his money in banks and how that's relevant to the Silicon Valley Bank FDIC 250000 insurance limit. We'll discuss that. Uh, Logan Paul, scammer? Mm-hmm. That's a question right there. I'm not accusing him, but uh, we'll talk about what happened when CoffeeZilla exposed him on Joe Rogan and what you can learn from those types of situations. Um, Fear, greed index. And the latest on Tate. Tate uh, is dealing with some shit, and we're going to give him um, and what the people are doing out there around the world to support Tate. So if you feel like supporting Tate, we'll let you know where you can do to uh, drive traffic that way. And we'll be speaking with my friend, the founder of Model Volleyball, the event that we're going to be at this weekend, the entire Valuetainment team, Saz, Nat, the crew, all of us. And uh, we'll be speaking with Olivia Ormos about what to expect this weekend. And if you're in town, come on down. Come on down. So a lot going on in the world. Mm -hmm. So let's start. Let's get this this show started. Yes. Um, An article came up. You might say, where are you starting right now? Uh, And I want to start directly with sort of some of these uh, pronouns uh, that are a thing of the past. That was everybody's so concerned with. He, him, her, they, we, us. What about just traditional pronouns? Yeah. Can those be offensive, right? So, uh, Nat, what do you prefer to be called of the two? Miss or ma'am? Like if someone's up to you, excuse me, miss. Excuse me, ma'am. What would you prefer? Uh, I like young lady. <laughs> young lady. <laughs> Aha. And there we go. Young lady. Perfect segue. <laughs> Kelly, what would you like to be called? Uh, miss. Miss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why not, ma'am? I'm okay if it's like little kids calling me ma'am. They're like, oh yes, ma'am. I'm like, okay. Okay. Sometimes when you have someone maybe who's maybe older than you or like your age, and they're saying ma'am, I'm like, a ma'am. Like, I don't take too much offense I'm to a it. Ma'am, now. <laughs> okay. Ma'am um, doesn't bother. Ma'am doesn't bother me, if, especially if it's like a southern guy. Yeah. Like he's just being polite. Ah. Yeah. That okay. Is true. Well, we're gonna discuss why ma'am is a trigger word Mm -hmm. for women out there these days, and it marks sort of the end of her youth. Are you calling me old? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. And that's kind of what's going on right there. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, we all know that women are celebrated for their beauty, their youth, their fertility, but at some point, they go from young lady to miss to ma'am, and they get triggered. So Mm -hmm. women are celebrated for their beauty, men traditionally celebrated for their success, for their money, for their status, for who they are, what they've done in the world, women for their loveliness and inner beauty and outer beauty right mm-hmm. there. Um, so this word, ma'am, I think we have a clip. Oh, by the way, how ma'am went from being respectful, from a respectful word for some, but polarizing for others. Scroll down in this article just to give a little context right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So keep going down a little bit. All right. Um, So I was completely unaware, this is what this lady says of the article, so I was completely unaware of how much women were outraged by this word word until it started getting directed at me in my mid-20s. We all know that Nat is still forever 21, but something tells me she's going to be 25 one of these days. It's like the first time you are carted at a bar. (laughs) uh, I remember being called ma'am by a waiter and realizing, yes, he is 
talking to me. As someone from Seattle, the term sounded foreign and was out of place. It was like society had decided without my permission that my youth was behind me. Mm. We all know women love their youth, forever 21, whereas men take a little more time to mature, a little more seasoning to become a man. Um, and, uh, you know, little difference between that. Play this clip real quick of what this lady had to say. Here's a little great clip right here about why ma'am is not an insult by what this one woman was. Play that clip. Thank you. Start it again with the volume, help? if you don't No, mind. thanks. I'll just take a check. Thank you. Can I get you anything else? No, thanks. I'll just take a check, please. Yes, ma'am. 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 Coming right up. <laughs> Are you a woman of a certain age who just moved to the South? A certain age? And you're shocked because a girl in her 20s just referred to you as ma'am. Does she really think she's that much younger than you? How'd right, you know? Cool. I do infomer. All right, obviously very offended by the word ma'am. Apparently the word ma'am. So the, there's a French word for ma'am. Do you know the French word for ma'am? Madame. Mademoiselle. Oh. Almost. Mademoiselle. I like that yes. one. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story about the one I used the term Mademoiselle in a uh, bar in Paris one time when I almost got in a fight with a French girl. Oh. So the word apparently is so um, offensive in France. Women were so offended be by being called Mademoiselle, Madame, mm. that the word has officially been banned by the French government wow. uh, in 2012 no for the, the last decade, Mademoiselle apparently is not allowed to be used. Why? Because the feminists wanted this. Wow. The feminists said, stop calling me the French version of ma'am, Mademoiselle. It's been banned and been celebrated by feminists. Meanwhile, they said, why uh, men of all ages have been labeled Monsieur, Monsieur. Mm -hmm. So women only wanted to have one label as well, and they said Mademoiselle was banned wow. from France. That is shocking. Okay, so um, by the way, for you men out there, there's another term that men get a little triggered by as well. Do you mm. have an idea what that word is? Um, sir? No. Yes. Really? You might, gentlemen, you might have heard it in a fancy sir. restaurant one time. I thought it was like boy, like yeah. you're calling me a kid. Yeah, okay. Well, men also you know, appreciate their <laughs> their youth and vivacity. Yeah, but, but it, whether you're at a fancy restaurant, whether you're at freaking CVS and you're getting a little uh, Just for Men products and they go, sir, do you need some help? Like, excuse what? Really? Sir? Yeah, men, I remember the first time I was called sir. I, I looked around. I was probably 30 years old. Because mm. when, hey, buddy, yo, bro, like, that's kind of what you're used to. Then yeah. it turned into, sir. hello, sir. I was like, who's this? Oh, I'm, I'm the sir now? Now, at this point, 42 years old, I'll take a sir every once in a while. Just don't call me old man. But sir <laughs> is a, an offensive term for men. You guys let me know. Is sir, is sir offensive to you guys out there in, in internet world, watching in Valuetainment right there. So apparently, so look at the article real quick, if we can go back to the article. Um, I was rattled the first time I was called ma'am, says 123 year old, which she shared on Reddit. I thought I wasn't quite old enough for that yet. So the, in, that, in that video that we just saw, 
a lady says, if, you in, if you're in L.A. and you're trying to get into Hollywood, basically the first time that someone addresses you as ma'am, just crumple up your headshot and just get packing. Wow. That's it. Hollywood Whoa. don't like old bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, That's what's going on right there. Ma'am is generally considered to be a polite term to address a woman, but depending on the region of the context, it can mean the exact opposite. Here's the deal. Um... People get so offended these days by words. Yeah. Now, people are getting offended by ma'am. And, and listen, it might throw you off a little bit. It might yeah. be a sense of discomfort. But banning words? Ridiculous. Fran France saying no more, mademoiselle? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. So I'm in Paris. You know, I like to do my accents from time to time, I right? I love it, yes. I'm in Paris. I was with a girl at the time. We're traveling at a, um, throughout Paris. We're traveling all throughout Europe. And uh, I go to a French bar. And I, 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 I'm talking like this the whole time that I'm in Paris. Hello, good to see you. Nice to meet you. Hello, hello. <laughs> We're sitting next to a bar, and, uh, at a bar next to um, a group of girls. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hello, how's your evening? Everything okay? She's like, ah, where are you from? I was like, I'm from Miami. Yeah. She's like, you're not from Miami. You talk like this. I go, I am from Miami. She's like, why do you talk like this? I, yeah. And I'm, I'm having a go at her. Yeah. And I'm like, because I, uh, I, have a, I have family in France. This is how I talk. But yeah. I live in Miami. She goes, you do not live in Miami. I don't. You are, pa you are from Paris. I can tell. Yeah. Like, that's how good my accent <laughs> wow. was. I go, I'm from Miami. I'll show you my ID. I give her my ID. She goes, oh, bullshit. Throws my ID across the room in a French bar. I'm there <laughs> looking for your looking ID. for my ID. <laughs> I, I was like, how dare you? How dare you? I come from Miami to your country and this is I've heard that the French are rude. How dare you? <laughs> and I swear to God, I go, Mademoiselle. She goes, do not call me Mademoiselle. Oh my God. And that's when I realized, oh shit. Wow. People get triggered wow. by some stuff. Now maybe she was offended that she thought I was French. I don't know what was going on yeah. right there. But these are real things. This, these trigger words getting offensive, yeah. right? So would you get offended if uh, the ma'am thing? No, I wouldn't get offended. I think it's more of a someone's like confirming your authoritative role. Mm. Like when people say like, yes, ma'am, I'm like, okay, well, I, okay. assuming you will listen to what I say and the instructions I give. I wouldn't say <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like offensive. Man lead, women follow, Nat. I understand, but if it's like uh we're babysitting children and they're like, Yes, ma'am, I'm like, Yeah, go pick your toys up, you know? Like yeah. or if I'm requesting something at a restaurant, yes ma'am, no problem. Thank you so much, or whatever, you know, like I don't take offense to it. I will say though, yeah, when it when somebody first called me ma'am, that's when it hit me like you're growing up. You know, yeah. you're becoming that woman, that young lady uh, out in the world. But I, I wouldn't say I'm offended. Not offended. So you're yeah. not canceling anybody. No. You know what's actually, I, it's <laughs> funny, you know, I taught second grade for a while. You yeah. know, I was in nightlife. I was sick of waking up at noon every single day. So I was looking for an excuse to uh, not wake up at noon every single day. So I was mm -hmm. like, all right, what can I do to get started early in the morning? It ain't going to be at a club. So, yeah. all right, I got a job as a substitute teacher. And I was, yeah, I was taught second grade at my old elementary. Wow. And I knew the principal. And the, the teacher who taught second grade got sick. They said, how would you like to teach the class for the rest of the year? I said, okay. And I was, I, I was coaching PE. I was doing art just yeah. once a week, you know, just to get in and not wake up every single day at noon. So I was getting in there at 730 in the morning, 
drastic change. So I'm teaching second grade, and I, what I realized the most fun I ever had was calling uh, seven and eight year olds, sir, sir, <laughs> put that down, sir, put that down, okay? Yeah. Ma'am, ma'am, get back in your seat. And addressing <laughs> children as sirs and ma'ams was just hilarious to me. Because they would be like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Sir, don't make, I'll come over there, sir. Yes. And, and, but treating kids like grownups. Right. Not like, excuse me, little boy. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a good thing. I yeah. think that's good. It kind of makes them feel like, again, like they are having a, authoritative role like i am in control i need to do something because i'm being instructed to do so mm -hmm. so i think in that sense but when you do it the opposite way to someone older and you're in a place where it's like oh i'm getting older you know like you have some other insecurities and someone's like yes ma'am you're like ma'am you know you're almost like mortified like am, do i look older do i look old but i don't know i think it just depends your level of confidence as well because mm -hmm. like for me yeah it doesn't like it's doesn't i mean it takes a good amount of criticism to really get to me so like a yes ma'am i'm not gonna like go cry in a corner and like yeah. shun you i don't i do not think that words should be bammed banned bammed. the fact that bammed <laughs> yeah. the fact that mademoiselle has been banned is is insane to me for me everything that kind of we're seeing in society these days Sir and ma'am and mademoiselle, these are the least offensive words that you need to worry about. Yeah. I'm just glad that we're having a conversation about men and women, sirs and ma'ams, and it's no longer the gender pronouns that Either. are just he, she, they, when, we, why, who, how, who, what, when, where, why. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm good. So anyway, shout out to Paris and friend, uh, my friend in Paris for chucking my ID. That's how I knew that I had a good French accent. <laughs> my alto ego. Mademoiselle. Okay. Um, moving right along throughout our stories today, have you heard what's going on with Tiger Woods? Are you familiar with what's happening? I've heard a little with Tiger, bit. Tiger Woods, yeah. I have, I have. So we have this article, why yeah. Tiger Woods and ex-Erica Herman started having a breakdown in relationship before a messy Yeah. Split. The reason that I'm covering this story right now is simply for understanding the importance of getting a prenup from you successful gentlemen out there. Mm -hmm. And by the way, sometimes there's successful women that are hanging out with loser dudes. You might want to look into a prenup too, ladies. I mm -hmm. don't know. Mm -hmm. But typically, it's the man initiating the prenup. So we, we all know what happened the last time that Tiger Woods got married. You know, Tiger's wood was uh, always getting him to trouble. You know, he got to steer clear of those hazards out there. Stay out of the bunker, stay out of the greens, stay out of the lakes. Yes. You know, maybe you use a putter instead of that wood, buddy, when it comes to these 304s out there. But basically, he had a very public divorce from her name was Ellen Norgren, Swedish model and nanny. Do you know how much he had to pay her when they got divorced? $100 million. She was a au pair nanny slash model, meets Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. Next thing you know, she's worth $100 million. Uh, daughters, <laughs> hundred million daughters Whoa. out there. Yikes! Um, sometimes all women have to do is be pretty, get a guy that doesn't give a prenup. Boom! Now you're worth a hundred mil. Steer clear of these ladies, gentlemen. So now he's dealing with drama with his current girlfriend, ex-girlfriend now, Erica Herman. She's suing him for thirty million dollars. So allegedly they've been together for six, seven years. There's a picture of her right there. 
Uh, we don't want freshly baked foods this holiday season. <laughs> save that money. Save those carbs. X out of that. It's on the top right. Thank you. Uh, there they are together at a tennis match, it would look like. She, uh, they broke up mm -hmm. after being together for six, seven years, I believe. He packed up all her shit while she was out, out doing her thing. Right. She came home. The locks were changed. And she basically got the message. Little fun fact. Do you know what Erica Herman was doing before they started dating in 2017? No. What she was doing? Take a guess. She was working in a in nightlife? Sort of. Okay. She was the manager of his restaurant called The Woods uh, in Jupiter, Florida. Makes sense. So she was a restaurant manager in 2017 making what? 50 grand, 80 grand, 100 grand at the most, maybe? Yeah. Now, fast forward, because she met Tiger Woods, was dating Tiger Woods, she has the opportunity to make $30 million dollars for essentially suing tiger woods for what though why what would you be entitled to if he never married you yeah this is his girlfriend this is his lady friend exactly herman claimed she had a, an oral tenancy agreement that allowed mm -hmm. her to live on the florida property they lived together and argued that woods had prohibited practices violating the state's residential landlord tenant act to force her out he fired back in court docs of his own soon after the legal drama uh, made more headlines. Mr. Woods invited Miss Herman to live with him as his guest in his mansion. Mr. Woods never negotiated an oral tenancy agreement with Miss Herman, uh, read the response, nor was there ever a written tenancy agreement between Tiger Woods and or the trust. So um, what's happening right now is this is a good old-fashioned shakedown mm. blackmail she knows as they proverbially say where the bodies are buried the skeletons in the closet she knows all tiger woods secret mm. he had a very public divorce 10 years ago whatever it was after he was basically cheating on his wife left and right sex addict he had a sex problem mm. uh probably should have never got married um but now she is suing for 30 million dollars because apparently she, they had an oral agreement that allowed her to live in wood's mansion for 11 years why 11. would she be entitled to anything essentially yeah if you break up with somebody you say thank you for your service thank you for your service you keep it moving but tiger woods has now exposed himself to a uh to a woman who's basically going to blackmail him potentially and expose all his dirty little secrets in the hopes of getting 30 million dollars so Tiger's 47, Erica's 39, and they clashed, ready for this, mm -hmm. over time and money. Erica, who was a former restaurant manager, now doing nothing, just supporting Tiger's life. That's all she needs to do. She met Tiger Woods, live your best life. Erica thought Tiger was never at home and focused too much on golf. Hello, that's his freaking career. Enter Tom Brady Giselle drama. And Erica, and Tiger thought that Erica was spending too much was spent was spending too much money and living too lavish of a lifestyle you allowed this to happen though tiger you i'm not saying that you're uh to blame for this but here you are you you meet this woman she's the restaurant manager of your restaurant you have a fling with her and next thing you know she's your girlfriend fast forward you break up typically that's where the relationship ends you're not married you don't have kids together nothing that's where the relationship ends 
But for whatever reason, she's now suing him for $30 million. She signed an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, that she wouldn't do exactly this, but she's looking for loopholes, basically, to get $30 million, a good old-fashioned shakedown. So the question is, should Tiger pay her the $30 million to shut her up or keep it moving? Because the last thing he needs is all his stuff out there publicly again. Next thing you know, she's on Dr. Phil, mm. airing out his secrets. It's like, be careful the type of woman you bring around and you expose into your life and expose into your kids because the woman who was there for you, she's going to shake you down for $30 million even though she's not your wife. This is crazy. So the message out there is what for you guys out there? You might not be Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all, but uh, if you want to be, how do I say this? Happy Gilmore, you remember Happy Gilmore? If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, you know how he said that it's all in the hips, mm -hmm. Happy Gilmore? Maybe it's all in the prenup, okay? <laughs> Maybe that's where this is all going down. We had uh, the lead attorney on. Yes. Remember, we had a whole conversation mm -hmm. with the couple that were both divorced. Yep. Blended family. We had Pearl on, just pearly things. The lead attorney, shout out to uh, the lead attorney. And he said three things that every man must consider before they get married. Number one, spend 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks to meet with your attorney mm -hmm. to discuss the pros and cons of what happens when you get married. Number two, get a prenup. But number three, and here's might be low key the most important thing. You and your girl do a personality test. Yeah to see if you're even compatible. Because we all know, guys, especially you guys out there, we know you tend to fall in love with your eyes. Mm. And you might say, holy shit, this girl's so damn hot. And maybe the sex is amazing, maybe the relationship is amazing, maybe it's all awesome. But are the personalities meant to be? I don't know, this is the type of, the stuff, the type of stuff that you need to figure out before you get married. You know, those are the five love languages. I went through this with a girl that I was dating back, the same girl I took to Paris in oh, that situation. No. We were together on and off four or five years, and we did the five love languages test. Turns out we had the exact opposite type wow. of love languages. Wow. Okay? Which was pretty wild to me. It's like, you're gorgeous, you're amazing, we have a lot of fun together. Turns out our personalities are wildly different and incompatible. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, the relationship didn't work out. Did that turn you off when you found that out? Did you like look at her different? <laughs> Did I Beyond look it. at her different? Yes. Like, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, why? No, I'm just asking because it's like you could think like, oh, we're a great couple. This is going so well. Yeah. And then you guys take a personality test or you talk about your five love languages. And then you can instantly be like, oh, mm -hmm. this is not what I thought we were. So a little yeah. shocking. I think it's one of those things where... Um, you know, they've said before that men love um, idealistically, mm -hmm. right? Especially successful men, right? Especially successful men that don't need much from their woman. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they, they, they say that women um, basically hang around at the finish line and just fuck the winners. Mm -hmm. They're not there for your struggle. So especially successful men, like maybe where I'm at in my life right now, I don't need a lot from a woman. I don't need her income i don't need job security i don't need her to pay the bill i don't need anything like that yeah what i do want is her to support me like emotionally be there for me be a cheerleader be a fan like generally be proud and support me as a man so th the the more successful you get as a man the less you require of your woman 
Now, if you're starting out together and you're in your 20s or you're getting things together and you're building something together, that's a totally different situation. Right. Respect. That might work for you. But the older you get, the more successful you get. All you want is someone that's not going to give you headaches, is going to respect you, put mm -hmm. some respect on my name, mm -hmm. not disrespect you, especially publicly. Right. And those are the types of things that you value as a successful man, as a high-value man. It's, are you, are, are you giving me a headache? Or are you the person that's preventing me from having to go get Tylenol today? You see what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. It's like, are you the reason that I'm taking the Tylenol? Or are you bringing the Tylenol because I had a rough day? Yeah. There's a big difference. Okay. Um, be careful who you end up who you end up with. So I've said this before. I don't care who you're friends with, who you hang out with, who you're dating, who you're banging. Do you test drive as many cars as possible? But if you're getting married, choose wisely, my friends, mm -hmm. because we all know this: some women can turn millionaires into billionaires, and some women can make millionaires go broke. Yeah, big time. Okay. Big time. Big and there time. you are agreeing with me. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. A thousand Thoughts percent. Thoughts, Nat. Thoughts. Um, I think something that, like, I think what women think they want and, like, they want these high-value men, but they don't realize how much of a backseat they have to take to acquire that. Sometimes, like, women see, like, oh, I want this successful man, you know, but I also want to do what I want to do and find out who I want to be. And a lot of the time is that when you see these super successful men, they have women that are very, very usually on the quieter end. They're very quiet, they're very feminine, they're very soft-spoken. And it's very rare you find two, like, you find like a powerhouse of a woman and a powerhouse of a gentleman together because, uh, you know, it will conflict. You know, there's mm. two people with strong um, opinions and they have different successes and both of them should be credible for that. Um, but a lot of the time, you know, women think like, I want this type of man, but they don't realize how much of a backseat they have to take until they're in that relationship. So I just, you know, just be wary of that. I think if you are a little bit more on like a stronger end of a, f of a woman, you know, you have your own things going on. I don't think you should shy away from maybe a gentleman who's in his come up phase. I think when you can be in your come up phases together, mm. um, the relationship is a little bit stronger because the struggles is a little bit similar. You know, of course, as a woman, you have to let your man lead and do those things. But I think when you guys are on the grind together in your own different categories, I think you guys find a little bit more things in common and it's more exciting to go through it, the process together. So just know if you're looking for an older guy who's settled and has all his excesses, you're probably gonna be more of a back burner of a, of a wife. You're, you're, you know, you're more quiet. Um, and that's okay, I think it's just a matter of finding out the type of gentleman you want. And also, some advice to you ladies, quickly. Mm. Um, look at some of the people that you think that you want, like celebrity-wise, right? Like if you see The Rock, like look at The Rock's wife, right? We don't really know much about her. She's kind of really quiet, takes to the kids, they're great relationship, but she's not somebody who's pushing out content and promoting X, Y, and Z. You don't see her in the limelight like that. So you have to ask yourself, like, would I want to be in a position like that before you pick these high-value men that you may have access to? Mm -hmm. um, because I also realize certain characteristics about me that I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't want a certain men because I wouldn't want to be that level of a woman for that gentleman. I don't think it would fit. I think I'm a little bit more on like the sassy end, a little bit outspoken sometimes, but I think I would need a gentleman who 
likes that and accepts that, but somebody who's also um, allows me to be me. You know, mm -hmm. you don't want somebody to mute you too much because then you lose yourself. Yeah, I think that's the importance of a personality test. Yes. So like, I'm definitely more the louder person. Right. I'm out there, alpha, kind of like running the show. Mm -hmm. I used to be with a, another girl who was very loud, very opinionated, and we would clash like crazy. Exactly. So I, I, the more and more that I'm out there dating different girls, I'm realizing that I would like someone who's more supportive, there for me, mm -hmm. allows me to kind of do my thing, and she's kind of like, I'm here to help you. Mm -hmm. uh, not the, someone who's looking for the limelight. I'll tell you a story. The first time that I met Jennifer Bet David, right. Patrick Bet David's wife, mm -hmm. Who I thought I would be meeting was the exact opposite of what I got. Because I had only saw pictures of her. Right. Right? And she's in a, in a suit, at a right. gala, looking great, like a power suit. And I'm expecting Pat, alpha dude, macho, 6'4". Exactly. I'm like, oh, his girl's probably a badass, right? Yes. First time I met her, we were at the PHP office in Dallas at the time. And she walks in and you know she's very like, hi, who yes. are you? And I was like, oh, hi, how are you? Hi, I'm Jen. Nice to meet you. I was like, oh, oh, you're Jen? Yeah, pleasure to meet you. I was like, you are not what I was expecting right. at all. Yeah. She's like, oh, who, what were you expecting? Yeah. I was like, not this. <laughs> yeah. And she's the most, she's like the sweetest, most yes. feminine, like man gentle. lead woman follow, yes. gentle, yes. feminine energy. Mm -hmm. And like, it's the yin yang vibe that yes. works completely for them. Mm -hmm. And anytime you ask people like, what's an ideal relationship? Everyone says Pat and Jen. Because Pat's as alpha as it gets. Yes. A man's man, right? Big, strong, powerful, smart, successful, cool, funny, serious, mm -hmm. all the above. And Jen just plays her role. Feminine energy works, mm -hmm. supports, yeah. doesn't try to steal the shine. Yeah. So feminine. So it's a good role model as to what works. Now, yes. I know some men who aren't exactly loudmouth, alpha, trying to be the center of attention, like, certain men out there mm -hmm. and those guys they're just like look i'm not here for the limelight yeah i'm not here to be all up in the videos you know all up in the music videos mm -hmm. show night vibes and they want a woman who's a little bit more outspoken right and that works as well very well like i have a good buddy zach he's a quiet dude mm -hmm. chill his girl's italian loud mouth doing it like and he likes that yeah he's like let her do her thing she's the one that's gonna kind of operate and oh excuse me sir blah blah and he's yeah. just like it's all good yes and that works for them so understand your personality type i'll give jed a compliment right now mm -hmm. jed at Ibila. jed ain't shy yes jed's an alpha female yes okay <laughs> i don't i mean i don't know if she would classify herself as that yeah that's her vibe yeah her husband very quiet yeah very chill do your thing kind of he's like yeah. you're the i'm not gonna say you're the boss but like you do you, I'll kind of be your support. Yes. And that works for them. Mm -hmm. So again, a personality test, what works for you? If there's two alphas in a relationship, you will clash. It's not going to work. You will clash. It's you not going to work at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. So look at exam look at examples around you where you see like successful dynamic of relationships and see like where do you fall in there? You know, am I like this guy? Am I like this guy? Yeah. What type of girl would fit with me? So just be mindful of that, especially when you're making like a long-term commitments to somebody, like getting married and those things, um, or even like long-term relationships. Cause like you see Tiger Woods, right? Like he was in this relationship with this woman for a couple years since 2017. She's 39, he's 47. My mind starts to think, 
you know, is she going this route because she's a little bit older and she's trying to avoid, oh my God, what happens next to me? Am I just an ex-girlfriend of Tiger Woods and I just go back to managing a restaurant? Like, I could see why she would try and do something like that because of also where she may be at, like, uh, finding another partner, per se. Um, so I could see it. Do I think it's right? No, I don't think it's right. I don't think you should just take somebody's money. I mean, I don't know the, all the aspects of it, um, but I don't think, like, you should just try and get someone's money because you guys had a non-verbal uh, agreement. Yeah, either. I'll say one last thing about that. We'll move on. Yeah. Just think about what's happening right now. You're a manager at a restaurant, okay? Your name is... I don't even know your name. Your name is... Erica Herman. Erica, Erica Herman. Herman. You're a manager at a restaurant. You're a manager mm -hmm. at The Woods, Tiger Woods Restaurant. You're doing your thing. You're making 50 grand a year. All good. Enter Tiger Woods. Oh, shit. Tiger's in the house. Hi, Tiger. America. I'm the manager. Lovely to meet you. You end up having a relationship. Okay, cool. Erica, Tiger, they're dating. Cool. It's been a few years. Great. Fast forward. They break up. Now she thinks she's entitled to $30 million. Mm -hmm. Not $3 million. Mm -hmm. Not $13 million. You're his girlfriend. You get to live in Tiger Woods' mansion. You get to travel the world, being with arguably the greatest golfer ever, yeah. one of the greatest athletes of all time. You get to live in his world for free, yeah. live a life of luxury. We just discussed the fact that she was basically living a life, a lavish lifestyle and spending too much money and shopping too much, and that was part of his problem. And now you have the audacity to sue Tiger Woods for $30 million. What is happening right now? <laughs> I don't know. That's a big... But here's the thing. You also don't know what the verbal agreement involved. Maybe he was like, listen, babe, if we last for X amount of time, we'll get married, we'll have kids, we'll do whatever. Or it's like, hey, you know, at the end of this relationship, if it doesn't work out, I'll cut you a check for whatever amount. I think $30 million is ridiculous. I maybe am thinking somebody put that number in her head. Maybe she spoke to somebody before. I'm not sure. Um, but it's a little bit of a ridiculous number. Uh, I don't think it's, it's a reasonable number. So, I don't know. I'm not too sure. Good I know old the details. shakedown. Yeah, she's okay. she that money. We've, we've done some mafia content here at Valuetainment. <laughs> we know what a shakedown looks like. That's the shaking. We know what this, we, you know. Shake it, don't break it, okay? Shaking it. Uh, Nat's going to get to the Super Chats in a second. Let's do yes. one more story. We'll get to that. Um, I want to talk about our friend Chris Rock. He's obviously all up in the news these days, all up in the videos. Mm. Uh, his special blew up. He talked about what happened with the slap heard around the world mm -hmm. and uh, with Jada and Will and all that stuff. But Chris Rock has been talking about how men, women, dating, relationships, how they operate, the good, the bad, the ugly, for years, Chris Rock has, has joked that he's back on tour because he got divorced and his wife took all his money. Mm. So Chris Rock <laughs> knows a thing or two about getting married, maybe joking a little too much, and now not having a prenup that protected your estate. Now he's back on the road doing gigs again to make more money. So I want to get uh, this clip right here. He's talking about the relationship between Jay-Z and Beyonce and why it's different from a man and a woman. So let's play this clip with the audio. Beyonce is so fine that if she worked at Burger King, 
she could still marry Jay-Z. She could still get her a billionaire, great rapping businessman. She is so fine that if she worked at Burger King, she could still marry Jay-Z. Now, if Jay-Z worked at Burger King... Facts. This is why a cool. lot of women just... Yeah. We don't even need to finish the rest of the sentence. Yeah. If Jay-Z worked at Burger King dot, 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 you know how the story ends. Yes. So I'll just recapsulate this. This is the difference between men and women, why men are success objects and women are beauty objects. Beyonce, so fine that if she worked at Burger King, mm -hmm. she could still pull Jay-Z. A fine-ass woman, yeah. no matter where she's at, Oh, you're in a trash can? Get out of the trash can, baby. <laughs> we put you in the shower, clean you up, fix your hair. Yeah. Why are you hanging out in a trash can? Shout out to Patrice O'Neill for that. She could still get a billionaire rapper businessman, Jay-Z. Right. But if Jay-Z worked at Burger King, he ain't getting Beyonce. He's not getting Kelly Rowland. He ain't getting the other members of Destiny Child that never even heard from again. Yeah. He ain't getting nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Okay? <laughs> Men are success objects. Women are beauty objects. And that's fine to say. Mm -hmm. By the way, I always want to stipulate women, beauty on the inside and the outside. I know so many women that are beautiful on the outside, ugly AF on the inside. Yes. Okay? Horrible mix. Yeah. Horrible mix. Not a good look for you. And knowing this, you can really use it to your advantage. Like, if you're a woman and you know that your beauty can get you what you want, you should use that to your advantage. But obviously, use it in an appropriate way. You mm -hmm. know? Like, if you know that you have a good heart, or not that you know, but if you have a good heart and you're, be you're beautiful... You know, there's a man who would want to keep you around and want to be married to you. So don't look at it as like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe you say that. Like, beauty object. I'm not just a beauty object. Like, women are, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, take that to your advantage and, you know, be a good person and let your man find you. you yep. know? And same thing, gentlemen. You know, same thing with your eyes. Be weary with your eyes, right? Like, of course, mm -hmm. be careful with, with who you pick based on the looks. Um, but that's where I think as you become older, uh, as a gentleman, you learn how people dynamics work. So you're able to kind of dissect how that woman really is um, based on, like, that interaction you have with her so that your eyes don't perceive something different. Um, but of course, you can get you can get caught. You know, look at look at Woods today. He got caught. Tiger, Tiger so, Woods, y'all. By the way, wary. Google real quick, young Jay Z. Oh. So just a little lesson out there, young Jay Z. Images. Okay, hit images. Not that one. He looks great there. That picture right there. This one. Yep. That's young Jay Z, y'all. Mm -hmm. Scroll in on that a little bit if we can. That dude married Beyonce. Okay? Yeah. So you gentlemen out there, you may not be where you're at, where you want to be in life right now. Okay? Just know, good things take time. Let it marinate a little bit. Yeah. Work on your career. Work on your, uh, on your success. Work mm -hmm. on yourself. Work on your, your wealth, mm -hmm. your health, your fitness, your mindset. And one day, you can grow up and marry a Beyonce. Literally. Even... If you look like Jay-Z when he was young. Yeah. This is okay. proof. Like, women will not judge you for your looks. This is literally proof. And he's not horrible looking. He's not hideous. But, I mean, a woman would pick an average to decent looking guy with other successful Google, <laughs> um, characteristics. Google, Google Jay-Z uh, camel cigarettes. 
Yeah, but the thing is, though, you're looking at him now, and I'm thinking of all of his successes. Yes, as well. Top left image. So I'm like, okay, I that makes you attractive. Oh, bottom right. <laughs> Jay Z has been compared to looking like this dude. <laughs> okay, can you scroll in on that? You punch in on that? Okay, <laughs> that's who they say Jay Z looks like, the cool cigarette dude. Okay. <laughs> And I got to tell you, they're not that wrong. <laughs> but boy can flow. I mean. Okay. Can I get a what, what to all my, my Okay. Yeah. I won't go there. I'm not going to rap. <laughs> stick to stick to talking, Silas. Don't be script. rapping. <laughs> but you could look like a mother and camel. Yeah. And pull Beyonce. If you get your money right, get your game right. Yeah. Get your flow right. All right. Look your best. Feel your best. Talk your best. Do your best. You can pull a Beyonce. You can. Shout out to the Hove. <laughs> Rock Nation in the house right now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you want to get to some super chats and then we'll keep it moving. Uh, yes, let me read the chats we've got. We've got some chats here. So we've got our first chat by uh, Crypto Keeper. Um, what is Adam drinking? Also, will Adam get a prenup? Would Adam consider dating a woman like Amber? Lastly, the Richard Hart stream was fire and CGA. Um, what am I drinking? This yeah. is. Uh, Whiskey with a little bit of Coke. I'm having one cocktail. That's it. That's all, all I'm allowed. Mm -hmm. uh, would I get a prenup? I've gotten a prenup when I got uh, engaged and briefly married for, for a hot minute. Yeah. And lo and behold, the prenup helped me basically say, all right, she's not taking half my shit. Yeah. So it's all good because relationships, not all of them are going to work. In fact, uh, coin flip, whether your relationship will work or not, that's your marriage. And the plus, the average person sleeps with women. I think it's five, six guys, uh, women, nine, ten, body count we're talking about right there. Mm -hmm. So if you end up taking the one, you're a guy, you end up having, let's just say, sex with ten women in your lifetime, and you marry one of them, that means 90% of your relationships didn't work, right? Now the one that, quote, unquote, did has a 50-50 shot. So that means 95% of your relationships won't work. Mm. Holla, we want prenup, yeah. Okay? Yes. That's how that yourself. works. Protect yourself. I agree. And then we have Beaten Cheeks in the chat. <laughs> Beaten Cheeks in the chat. He said, don't shake me down when I visit you guys in July, please. I'm a bit shy at first. Shout out to Adam and Nat. Also, Nat, don't forget coffee in July. See Ooh. you, Beaten Cheeks. Then we have Don Juan Plaga Zero. Great show so far, y'all. Natalia said, my boy, Duke the Don. Greetings. Uh, my dude, Duke, is awesome. Y'all should have him on. Thanks so much. And then we have this one right here. I see him again. Oh, sorry. Spell checker mistake, Natalia. Almost. It's L-Y-A, but I'll take it. Thank you so much, Don. <laughs> yeah, get it right. Get it tight. Okay. Uh, shout out to you guys in the Super Chats. We'll yes. be, Nat will be checking the Super Chats throughout the episode. We'll be reading... All the Super Chats. Yes. Speaking of Super Chat drama. Uh-oh. I had an hour-long conversation with Rolo last night. Okay. Yeah. So we're working on our differences. We're good. Right. Never had a problem with Rolo. Right. So just putting that out there publicly. Uh, cool. We spoke for an hour. Nice. And we're working on a potential new date for another show to bring Rolo back on. Wow. Do you guys think I should bring Rolo back on? Yeah. Let what do you guys think? Do you what do you guys think? Speaking of it? Super Chats. So yeah. we addressed issues that we've had in the past mm -hmm. mostly issues he's had uh with stuff that we've done i've mm -hmm. clarified what happened right we're cool squashed any beef love that uh but like i've always said if you've got beef speak with somebody yep. talk to them clear the air all good spoke for an hour appreciate him reaching out we're cool i told him i had never had a problem with him and he's like never had a problem with you either 
clear the air, all good. Do you want to have Rolo back on the show? Mm. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. Okay. What you yes, think. no, maybe. maybe so. Nat, maybe do a, a poll. Oh, yeah. Maybe Would you Kelly? like to see Rolo back on the show? Oh. Okay. Um, anyway. And then, of course, thank you guys for the chats that I've already read. We appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, do all those things. And let's jump into the next topic. Okay. Where do we go from here? Um, well, here, here's actually, here, we'll talk to this story right here. So um, we were just talking earlier about, here's a story about Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Let me actually give you a quick story. We're talking about prenups. Uh, do you remember the... J-Lo at one point was dating a guy for years. He was a backup dancer in her mm -hmm. videos. His name mm -hmm. was Casper Smart. Do you remember this story? Yes. No. Okay, Casper is a homie. We've met in Miami. We've hung mm -hmm. out a bunch of times. He was a homie. Here's the difference between a guy dating J-Lo that didn't have a lot of money and a girl dating Tiger Woods who didn't have a lot of money. Tiger Woods and this woman, Erica. Erica? Erica, yes. Erica are together five, six years. They break up. She's now suing him for $30 million. Okay? J-Lo and Casper break up. You know what happens next? Him. Yeah. Nothing. That's the yeah. end of the fucking story. Yeah. He didn't sue her for anything. Yeah. He's like, thanks oh, for the gosh. great time, J-Lo. Had an amazing situation with you. Kept it moving. Well, he He's not suing her for $30 million. Yeah. But he got exposure. That's the trade-off. Like, honestly, if you're going to de date such a high-end celebrity, I think the trade-off is that, yeah, you get to date him, maybe it's successful, but then you also get exposure. Because here's the thing, yeah, you may be known as their ex, but there's other people in the world who have seen you with them, and they're like, huh, why did someone like that want someone like you? So that can also be an attractive characteristic mm -hmm. um, for people. I think what well. you're saying is if you want to pull a hot chick, learn how to dance. Oh. <laughs> yeah. By yeah. the mouse. <laughs> Let the rhythm take you on. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> ben Affleck. Uh, there he is right there. Let's tell a story about, you know, we all know that Ben Affleck, they dated. Uh, she was dating Diddy. Then she married Mark Anthony. She was briefly engaged to... Uh, Ben Affleck prior to that, then she was dating A-Rod. Uh, if there's anything about J-Lo, she ain't messing with losers. Yes, that okay? is true. She, she, she dates some, some, some top dudes. So Ben Affleck, who I've been told I kind of look like, I'll take it. Um, yeah, I can see I that can for see sure. It. You doing, I can ben? definitely uh, see that for sure. Lilo, okay. That little smirk, I can see it. How you doing? Oh, my God. All right, <laughs> I've also been told much. I look like Baker Mayfield. I don't know. Okay. Both Who's of them. that? So... We'll deal with that later. <laughs> so, so Ben Affleck, we all know, married J-Lo less than a year ago. They revived their relationship. Like he kind of ran a remix, like a remix track right there. Ended up with them. And so here's the story. They're in Vegas. Um, they're in uh, the casino. And they're gambling. They're having a good time. They're obviously in the High Rollers Club. And um, Ben Affleck had such a good time. I assume he won some money that he left his server a $10,000 tip. Now, if you've ever gambled, they're just chips, oh. you know? So there's sometimes $1,000 chips, $5,000 chips. He probably left the server a couple chips mm -hmm. worth $10,000. If you're a server at a casino, someone gives you 10 grand, that can change your, your year. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna say it changes your life, you but that can start. change, I mean, yeah. 
you know, you got some rent that's, you know, you got to pay, you got some bills you got to pay. Mm -hmm. 10 grand could do a lot for people. I encourage people out there to make sure they have a $10,000 emergency fund, mm -hmm. savings, rainy day fund, a cushion before they even start investing. So $10,000 means a lot to the average person out there, no doubt. So what happens is this, he lives, leaves a $10,000 tip. You know what JLo did? She snatched that thing. She's like, uh-uh, not on my watch. Mm. He said he was so embarrassed, he was so offended, that the next day he came back, found the server, gave her a bouquet of flowers and $25,000. Okay? Now, if you're that server, you're like, hell yeah. yeah. Thank you, J-Lo, for snatching that thing. You just yeah. made me $15,000 extra mm -hmm. in less than 24 hours. And flowers. So... She basically took, the, as the story goes, she took that 10 grand J-Lo. She took the 10 grand and left a $10 tip. That's she how left. much she gave the lady. She took the 10 grand back and gave her $10. $10. So that is a $9,990 wow. difference oh. of what Ben Affleck was willing to tip versus what J-Lo was willing to tip. Now, Ben is 50 years old. He's worth... 150 million dollars j-lo 53 years old she's worth 400 million dollars so they got money what's the lesson here right there my friends uh, a man should be able to do what he wants with his money mm -hmm. he made this money why is she the boss over his money if he wants to give 10 grand he should give 10 grand by the way i guarantee you they got a prenup that's yeah. not even a question right, right that. So you know the old adage? Further proof, uh, a woman's money is her money. A man's money is our money. Mm -hmm. So J-Lo is taking ownership of Ben Affleck's money. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know what? You think that you, can, that you run the show here? I tried to, give, tried to do a nice gesture, give 10 grand away to this great server. I'm going to show you how I operate. I'm now giving her $25,000. Mm. How you like me now? Yeah, that sounds like a mess. That sounds like a big mess. I think also, though, she's also coming from a place of being a person in the limelight. So for her, like, she knows what it's like to, like, make that money. So she's a little bit more frugal with the money. Mm -hmm. I think if she was just an average girl that, you know, he found at a store, I don't think she would feel the audacity to, to be in charge of that money. I think well, because J-Lo is who she is, she has that she has this an authoritative role where she's like doing it in like a protective sense. Um, not defending her. I don't yeah. think it's appropriate because at the end of the day, it, uh, like all this makes her look worse. Like she was better off to just let him tip her the way he tipped her and continue on. And, but like this, it kind of, I feel bad because there's like stories that come out about their relationships and their relationship. And it's a little like, you can't help but like feel kind of bad for the guy. You know, like in some Ben Affleck. Yeah. You know, you have like things like this and then it's like this could have been something private. And now, like, everybody knows. And it's like you look at Jennifer Lopez and you're like, you're successful. Like, give a girl ten thousand dollars. You know, like you kind of give her like a hater title when you see stuff like this. Yeah. People are saying that yeah. J-Lo used to be hot. Now she's just old and stingy. Mm. <laughs> really? People are saying. Yeah. And who are those people? Just me. I said that. That was only me. <laughs> I was going to say. But you just see how easily you could yeah. say people are saying. Yeah. Cite nobody. Yeah. I'm owning up to it. Uh, that was me <laughs> saying that. Yeah. I don't get it. 
I don't get the whole J-Lo thing. I get it. She's hot. She was hot. But she's maybe rich. she's also being like frugal with her money. She's like, you know, inflation is high. Money is, things are expensive. Yeah. J-Lo worth $400 million. I'm trying to. Pardon me why I throw I'm up in my mouth for thinking about <laughs> inflation. Eggs are $2 extra these days. J-Lo, really worried about inflation. I'm Matt. just trying to think what would go on in her mind to feel the authority to like take that and make it that decision and that scene because mind you this is not just like you're discussing this in a car you're making a scene at this point you know it's like you know by default this is gonna get out there so it's like eh. i'm just trying to think like what went on in her mind for her to feel like no like in front of everybody this little, is my money yeah that's little, what she was feeling right it's a little there. much